It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, yep. Rich. Nothing but Mo. And Dave tonight. Yo. Yes. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Woo. Dave, you're uh, you're just waking up this morning, but you're already drunk. I see. <laughs> no, man, I'm just I'm just drunk on Mo. Drunk on Mo. That's what it is. Mo Mo steps into the ring, you know, and he just has he's, he's like a gravity about him, you know. Mm-hmm. Dude, uh, we're gonna start the uh, Dave West meter of sobriety. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, I'll tell you though, I slammed a shit ton of coffee like in the last ten minutes, so. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Did Drunk you go to Arabic coffee with the real strong stuff, or did you just, you know, like a little Nescafe action? Yeah, what are you drinking? Actually, you know what? So I do a uh, overnight cold brew. Nice. You know, like oh, quite okay. a bit. Yeah. So I you really, put it in the French I really press. I really to like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It goes good with cigars, too, that cold brew. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, man. Because you take out any kind of uh, bitterness or even mm-hmm. acidity. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. You can't beat yeah. it. Good stuff. So, they, gentlemen, it's been what? A couple. I think we missed last week, right? But we did podcast the week before then, the we, diet stuff. We missed several yeah. weeks. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I, I did take that discussion out into, into the world to see what other people thought. And to a person, everybody is like, absolutely, what you eat is going to affect your palate and what you like to smoke. Mm-hmm. Dave, I'm curious on your thoughts on that. Um, okay, so I think it depends on your macros, but it also depends on uh, your your sweet tooth, you know? Okay. So, like, um, one of the things I did when I went, I used to be a huge fucker, man. I was, like, 320, almost 330 pounds, and to lose that weight, I went um, on basically a keto diet. Okay. And to do that, your macros, you've got to have, like, 70% of your uh, daily calories coming from fat because too much protein and too much carbs will, you know, um, elicit an insulin response and that'll knock you out of ketosis. <laughs> ketosis is just, uh, using fat for fuel. Basically okay. your body, when you don't have a lot of carbohydrates produces ketones, which are basically, uh, fats turned into energy that you can use. Okay. So, so that's why people say low carb diets or whatever. Well, that's not true. Not so, really. Yeah. So a low-carb diet, it doesn't necessarily have to be high-fat, you know? It could be high-protein. Carbs are just the easiest for people to cut out. What's that? Carbs are the easiest for people to cut out. Carbs? Well, yeah, because there's carbs in everything, so if you cut out carbs, you're going to lose weight. I see. Right. Yeah. Um, But when you go into a ketosis or when you go into a keto diet, a lot of things happen. Like your nose, for one... Um, it gets more sensitive to certain things and less sensitive to others. Um, you lose a sense of taste to some things, but like sweet things you pick up very much on. It's, it's kind of like the reverse. Like if you imagine if you, if you eat a lot of sweets, then you're desensitized to sweet things. So you may be more sensitive to salty or, or savory things. No. Okay. And that's kind of what happens. Okay. So that makes sense. I mean, that was probably the uh, scientific answer to what we had kind of said, or the biological, maybe. 
Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Dude, I've got to go back and uh, listen to that, man. Because, yeah, yeah, I was just, I was talking about this just the other day, actually. Different things. That's cool. You don't listen to the podcast that you're on? No. When man, you're, when you're, podcast. when you're not on it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so the last time I flew, I did. I caught up on a couple episodes. Um, but generally speaking, I'm a horrible podcaster. It's like I'm a horrible YouTuber. I really, I don't like the YouTube platform. You know, I, I don't get it. What do you like? I like smoking cigars. Okay, that's that's the extent of my likes. So, so Dave. To what extent do you think the differences in the European and American sort of palate comes from diet? Oh, that's a very good question. I think generally European, uh, well, you know, Europe is such a huge country. It's, it's not, not country. It's made up of a lot of different countries. It's really hard to generalize. It's like a country. You know? Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's hard to say that they eat a lot of grains because some of those countries do eat a lot of grains, but then some of them also eat a lot of fats, you know? Huh? So it's, I don't know, that's hard to generalize. So now when did, uh, when did Kuwait become part of the European Union? <laughs> you know, actually, I don't dude, know how, this is really interesting. So, so when did you become Kuwait, the authority on fucking European palates? Man, I was born the authority on European oh, okay. palates. All right. since, he went, since he went to that Europe country. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> but what's funny is like uh, Kuwait is, is Southeast Asian, you know, but most people don't look at the Middle East and say, oh, that's an Asian area. You know, we we always tend to think of like uh, Chinese or Japanese or something as Asian, and we forget about Indian and, and everybody else. Have we already talked about this mm, today? No. Well, but no. the Indian, like the Indian, uh, if you look at Indian food, it's very very spicy, very rich, mm-hmm. right? Which is different than Middle Eastern food, which is different than East Asian food. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So, yeah. and I mean, I think Europe's kind of the same way where. You know, the, the British diet, let's just call it, versus, you know, it's your awful. French or versus your Italian <laughs> or Greek. Yeah. In other words, your, your Greek diet will be similar to some of the Middle East. Uh, but your Italian diet is far different than the rest of Europe. Oh, yeah. Right. And I so, think yeah. I think uh, it's, it's even different. So like in the U.S., if you mm-hmm. have different areas that like different things, but... Mm-hmm. We all like processed shitty foods in a box, you know, like Doritos. Mm-hmm. Doritos are just a thing. <clears throat> just a we, thing. We got our commonalities. Yep. Doritos come in a box over there? Over here, yeah. Yeah? Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'll like send you a picture next time I walk my ass to the grocery store. Do it. Um, oh, have nice. we also talked about um, economics in uh, food taste? Is this a food no. podcast this time? No, I just... Well, yeah, John you're right. Okay. Kings, uh, <laughs> no. Sultans of Spice. I actually understand where you're going with that. And are you talking about, like, where your financial position is versus what you could afford to eat versus how that affects what you smoke? Um, in a way, roundabout, yes, because if you ever notice, a lot of countries that are really poor 
have really uh, exotic spices to what we would consider. You know, like they have to mm-hmm. do more with less. Yeah. So like right. Indian food, India is a very poor country, but man, do they make some good food because they've got the same shit laying around the house and they have to spice it up different ways. You know, they have to get more creative. And so it's <laughs> talking it's about very still. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's very possible that same thing could translate over into cigars. Dave, are you congested? I am. Yeah. Thanks for noticing. He's been on a Z pack. <laughs> Hope you feel better. Yeah. No, man. I'm just. I'm still trying to recover from the stupid AC thing over here. Just kind of <laughs> set me off off kilter. That's all. So, are you smoking right now, Dave? No, I'm. I'm laying in bed right now. What? I guess. Yeah. Are any of you guys smoking? Yeah. Riches. What are you smoking, oh, Richard? Show. I got a Fuente Hemingway going right now. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah, old I school. It's, yeah, it's good yeah. stuff. <laughs> going old it's one school. of those I come back to year after year and always enjoy. <clears throat> you know, it's funny because, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast quite a few times, the, uh, I guess, the Mount Rushmore of brands or whatever. And I continually hear that <laughs> same conversation in, in a lot of the cigar shops I go to. The Mount that's Rushmore so of cigar brands. <laughs> well, I mean, oh, that's and, good. Know, and it's like, uh, <laughs> you know, that is the one brand. Fuente is the one brand that, you know, is is on some people's and not on other people's. But like we talked about, it almost, it has to be. Right? I yeah. Mean, has to be has to be yeah it's always up there yeah there's certain brands that if you don't carry them you're just not a cigar shop i feel like fuente is one of them padron might be another yeah just a few yeah i mean padron's a little different because they don't sell to everybody well i guess the thousand series they do but um well speaking of brands and other cigar shops one of the topics for today was you know, we talked about a little bit earlier uh, some of my finds during traveling to different shops mm. around the country. Please share. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, we I, I we've talked a little bit about um, some of the regional differences that I see. You know, what's hot in certain places versus others. But it, sometimes you you go into some of these shops and you're like, "Holy cow! I, I can't believe you still have these!" Right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I went to a shop in, in Tennessee and they had all my exes, which you guys all loved. I, well, Kyle, I don't know about you, but I know Drew and Dave it's really, good. really like those. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fucking right. right. And, <laughs> and I had never smoked one and I was going to buy one. He had them 40% off clearance. You know, Whoa. he just wanted to get rid of them. Yeah, which was crazy. Versus, you know, the hype that, you know, you saw around that cigar. So I was surprised that it didn't do well there. Um. But uh, that was, you know, I remember seeing that. Um, but I also go into some of these Davidoff retailers that still have stuff that I haven't seen in a while. Uh, you know, uh, Year of the Monkey Boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, went into one in L.A. this past week that had Year of the Sheep and Year of the Horse and Year of the Monkey. Dang. Um, wow. Th- this is stuff that's almost like unheard of a finding right now, unless you're, gonna, you're yeah. willing to go online and pay double what it was when it first came out. Yeah, and or, or go to place. California where you're still yeah, paying double. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. What were you gonna say, Kyle? 
I said you always find it at a good price too. You never find it, and you're like, oh, that's why you didn't sell it. It's like, what the hell's going on? Mm-hmm. Here? Dave, do you do you wet the bed or something there? Are you laying on like plastic sheets? No, man, I'm, I'm laying like with blankets <laughs> because it's cold as fuck right now. It sounds like you're laying with a plastic bag. Oh, does it really? <laughs> like Dexter? <laughs> you got a blow up doll there? Yeah. Hey, what's no. your name? No, but if, if you want to send me one, I will get my address afterwards. <laughs> Done. It's in the mail. Uh, yeah, like Dexter. <laughs> I'm sending him your way. <laughs> so, Mo, do you buy these things when you see them? How does that work? Or do you just enjoy the fact that you see them? Uh, no, I I mean, I can't pass it up, man. No, I, I, take, I, take, I take advantage. If I, I mean, listen, you're... If I find a box of You're the Monkey, I'm I'm gonna buy it. And um, you just did last you know, week, didn't you? I'd never I'd never tried, so I did buy that box. Yeah. And have you guys smoked that? No. Which one, the sheep? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good cigar. Okay. Good. That was a blind <laughs> buy. <laughs> <laughs> you you still haven't smoked it? No, no, because I mean. After I so it was like the first day that I was there, or one of the first. Well, I got there on Sunday. We started visiting shops on Monday. Um, it was one of the first shops that I saw. So I just sat in my hotel room for a week. So I, I brought it home and I put in my humidor and stuff. So we'll see. Give it nice. a little time. You know, I've always been surprised at the shops that will have stuff that everybody in the country wants online but can't mm-hmm. find, and they can't figure out a way to get it in their hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you know, it's, yeah. fun. it's interesting because uh, I think there are some people that are working on some different things to address that. I think there are guys that are trying to um, do that kind of stuff. The hard thing is about that is um, if you're just a regular retail shop, like the tax stuff, that's what makes it mm-hmm. really hard. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, actually, I think what was it? Two years ago, Drew, when I brought up that idea about a cigar exchange or something like that. Yeah. And we, and we were talking about it, creating like a, a platform where people could, almost like a stock exchange, where people could put stuff up for, for trade or, you know, to be bought. Yeah, we talked know? about it quite a bit on here. And, um, but the downside, or, or even where shops could exchange dead inventory in their shop that may be hot in another area. For example, uh, let's just say Patina moves really well in Illinois, but doesn't move very well in Oklahoma, right? So you find a shop in Oklahoma, they're willing to take some of your stuff that's dead, they trade you that, whatever, right? But then you get, again, into those taxation issues, and that's, yeah. that's the hard part. So that's why something like that would be difficult. Yeah, it's shitty. If you want to do it legally. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times these these are folks that have limited edition stuff like the All My Exes, mm-hmm. or you know I saw a shop that still had jars of the uh, the La Comina Unicos. Yeah, I saw that same shop had jar upon jar of the 2013 um, Tat Blacks. Yeah, yeah. Just laying on the mm-hmm. laying on the floor under a table. Right. You know yeah. that stuff that you could figure yeah. out a way to put on social media and people would actually pick up a phone and call you and buy it. Yeah. Well, but that comes they to the shop, look. too. Why aren't they doing that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I can, I, can, I can answer that for you, but I don't want to be an asshole. So, 
<laughs> what are, yeah. are, are they, they? Some of them don't know. Are they lazy? Oh. Huh? Are they just lazy or what? Uh, <laughs> Unleash the Momo. Yeah, what? It, <laughs> share. Yeah, I just think a lot of people don't want to take the time to do it. But that's money. Do they not realize that's money? That they're—I mean—they've already paid for. It. They're sitting on it, so. Yeah, and it's worth more now than it would have been had they sold it at the time. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really can't answer that. See now to to, to speak on on uh, Jeff's behalf. I know we dog him quite a bit, <laughs> but. Uh, he will get on social media and stuff that he's got that maybe isn't selling here and somebody wants somewhere else. He will sell. He'll ship it out and sell it to somebody. Yeah, and, and shops do that, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, or they'll sell it. You're welcome, you know, Jeff. Not necessarily trade it. Right, right. Yeah, if you sell it, you're good. If you trade it, there's an issue with the taxes. That is yeah. true, yeah. Drew, what's your best random find in the shop? Man, I haven't been to uh I haven't been to anywhere lately to see anything out of these shops. But um when I was in Kansas City, what, a couple months ago, there was uh the All My X's and stuff a bunch of different stuff that you can't get down here, but I know the All My X's was up there. Um Nice. I wouldn't say that's my best for sure, but uh I did pick up some of the uh, Maduro Opuses this last week I told you guys about. Yeah. Oh. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so okay. I found that in a shop in LA or San Diego. Yeah. He just uh, he had a box he was full. Nobody touched them. He goes, the guys that come in, they don't know what that is. <laughs> oh jeez. And I asked somebody wanted for the box, and I don't remember the exact price, but but I I deemed it above and beyond what I was willing to pay for them. But yes, I did find those too. Mm. What about you, Dave? What have you found out there? Uh, nothing. <laughs> 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 no, nah, man, I'll ever find over here, like, regionals, which I, I do really like the uh, the Turkish Boulevard. That's a damn good cigar. And it comes out to, like, I don't know, 15 bucks U.S. instead of the 30 for the usual regionals. Not bad. No, That's not bad not at bad all. Not bad at all. Unless no. you get like, unless they're the really small vitolas, then it's kind of like. I mean, it is, it is, but it's it's basically just I don't know. It's between short robusto and robusto, but uh, it just gets going, you know, like the um, the UAE or what is it EAU? I forget. They do it backwards on the uh, that boulevard. It takes a while to get going. You're just kind of staring at it for like the first inch and a half, like what the fuck. But that's what she the said. Circus bully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Turkish boy just gets right down to the business. Gets it going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drew, where did that go? Do, do we still say that? Yes, we do. Okay, cool. <laughs> oh, jeez. What have uh, What have you been smoking lately, Dave? Um. Man, just all over the board, dude. I've been trying to smoke some um, some newer releases, right? So I smoked like the uh, LFD Lavacada Volcada yesterday. Um, some dapper stuff, the Wayfarer, um, the new uh, Cornelius and Anthony. Just 
just all kinds of shit. The new uh, Black Honey. Well, yeah. I got a good rendition of that. I, I really I like that quite a bit this time around, too. What you guys seen over there? Have you have you been to shops yeah. there? Or are you ordering stuff? What's up? Have you been to shops there, or are you just ordering stuff? Yeah, I haven't been since uh, April, man, um, because of my licensing issue, so I can't drive downtown right now. But uh, yeah, I've, I've been to. There's one shop over here I've not been to yet, but I think he's just like an Instagram guy. Because every time I try to find an address for this shop, supposedly, um, I get a different one. So I think he, like, sells out of his car or something weird. Not about that life. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I've, I've, that's, that, that'll do it. But I'm in other shops. They're, they're all right, man. They're, they're typical uh, Cuban cigars with uh, a few Fuente and Padron and uh, LFD at three times the price. Nice. Mo, how was the California trip, man? Did we lose Mo? It was Whoa. good, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was real good. You have to wake you up or you uh, on the shutter? Interesting. No. Well, you know, it's funny. Dave was talking about... So, um, you know, when you look at the def- demographics of... Um, of California, you know, you have a lot of Asian consumers. And so I got to interact with a lot of like um, guys from like China and stuff like that. And it was really interesting talking to them and, and what's big uh, in China and things like that. Cause Dave, you brought up um, Padron Fuente and then Cubans. Right. Right. So for, for like um, the Chinese consumers, like overseas, for example, and what you do see a lot in some of these countries that do have like uh, more of a cigar presence is you um, you see a lot of that where they'll have predominantly Cubans, and then you're gonna have your Padron and Davidoff, and I didn't even hear Fuente, but Padron Davidoff because the label on the cigar is so important, and it's, yeah. you know, we know we we always talk about that, and. Um, for a lot of people, that's a very real thing, man. And I know we joke about it sometimes, but that's that's very real. Even in the U.S., in some circles, man, if you're not smoking X, Y, Z, you're you're not smoking, you know. <laughs> in the shitty circles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, actually, so somebody told me this the other day, um, and it was it was so funny, man, because uh, he was he was out in the smoke pit smoking a Rocky Patel, right? <clears throat> And so I'm smoking next to him, and uh, he asked me what I'm smoking, and I told him, and he's like, oh, I never heard of Warped. Like, no, that's, that's not a real cigar. And I was like, all right, whatever. And, uh, but I asked him, you know, what he thought of his Rocky Patel, and he's like, oh, man, if, uh, if I only get to smoke once a week, I'm going to smoke the best, and it will be a Rocky Patel, because I want everybody to know that I smoke the best. True story. How's he going to let everybody know that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I guess people just recognize when they step into his presence. Smoking Rocky Patel. <laughs> but I've, I've never met a Rocky Patel snob until like this week, you know? Oh, dude, they're out there. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no, I met one. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah, it's I met thing. one too. Yeah. Really? All I smoke is, yep, all I smoke is Rocky Patel. Yeah. 
That's so wild. I never would have guessed. Like, of all the brands out. But you know what? If you've got to be a brand loyal customer, I mean, why not go with Variety? Like, Rocky Patel. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got something of everything, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like taste the rainbow. Park. You can go from ride <laughs> yeah. to ride, right? Except they're all broken down and driven by carvings. <laughs> yeah. So, what do you guys think about cigar tools i was looking at a thread on a forum earlier about the perfect draw can you can you be a little bit more specific yeah yeah (laughs) so dave is a cigar tool (laughs) (laughs) because you're technically a cigar tool (laughs) (laughs) your favorite cigar tool um the 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 number the perfect draw is well the perfect draw is a, a what a, a dual purpose thing, right? If you have a cigar that's plugged, I guess you just stab it a few times with a perfect draw. And then if you want to nub it, you just stick it through it like a savage and then smoke it like a savage. <laughs> what about when you just don't want to put down that cigar, Dave? Well, I just you grab gotta, another one you gotta, or suck it up. You gotta just you gotta have that nub tool. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I think nub tools are the Bluetooth ear devices in North Face jackets before they were actually cool jackets. Now they're now I kind of like them. But if you paid yeah. if you paid twelve or fifteen dollars for that cigar, you might as well smoke it all. No, Drew. Drew, do you? Do you yeah, I'm sorry. I, I can't be done with that. I don't have a nub tool. <laughs> no. I I'm not friends with anybody that has one either, unless one of you three does. He just Drew just doesn't have fingertips. Is what it is. No. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting the nub in the pipe and finishing it that way. Oh my god, I saw that the other day too. <laughs> Somebody is selling a piping thing. It's it's like an actual thing uh just to do that. A cigar nub pipe? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that some bullshit? Nah, uh, yeah. Like I've I've never got down to the nub and thought, oh my god, this is better tasting than any fresh cigar I can grab. I'm just gonna keep <laughs> <We're>, going. <laughs> <laughs> so I've gotten into uh, we'll call it spirited discussions about the use of uh, certain certain tools. Um, and, and I can say when I used to when I used to work in the shop, we used to like. We used to have one of those perfect draws. You're, you're talking, wait, are you talking perfect draw or like to draw poker? Or is that kind of like the same thing? I same think it's thing. the same thing. Okay. So, yeah, like some guys would be like, yeah, man, um, you know, can you can you poke this for me or whatever? See if you can. And, and, it, and it would work, you know, in some instances. Um, not all. But I was never a big fan of using it because I, yeah, I, I felt like it. It ruined the integrity of integrity of the construction of like the cigar. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like if a customer wanted to use it, like I told them to use it, because I wasn't gonna use it and then screw the screw up their cigar and then all the new one. I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, some people swear, and then some guys would use a draw poker, for example, before they even tried the cigar. Oh jeez. <laughs> Yeah, you see I've seen that on a fresh cigar. Yeah, I saw one what? dude actually swear that you take it in through the top. 
and that way you don't even have to cut your cigar. It's yeah, like a yeah. Punch. No, there there yeah. are guys that use it as, as a as a cigar cutter too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, just hey. one swift motion ruin the whole <laughs> cigar. That that might be a they might be onto something. That's like an extra. What? That's like an added in filter at the on the end too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's wild, man. But I've, I've never, I don't know, I've, I've never got that. I'd rather just mail my uh, my plug cigars to Mo than yep. trying to fix them. Yep, I agree. I'm trying to, man, there's something else the other day I saw that really pissed me off. Oh, it was a, uh, a cigar rest. It was huge. Huge. It was supposed to be some kind of versatile cigar rest that you can, like, turn on its side or upside down or all those other things. But the fucker was bigger than like my my shaker bottle. It was a monster. But it was supposed to be versatile. Yeah. That's just impractical. Yeah. Yeah, I've got to I've got to find this thing and uh, show you guys pictures so we can laugh about it all week in Circle Dirt because <laughs> it was hilarious. Find yes. it and send it away. <laughs> yeah. I might have to go back. That and the box of Doritos. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happening. <laughs> Don't you worry. Well, getting back to the nub thing though, uh, where where people like stick those, they look like almost like uh, kebab skewers or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, corn cob. Uh, yeah, you know, look, I don't necessarily. I would never use it myself. Okay, I don't necessarily think it's good form for whatever that means or whatever it's worth. But, <laughs> what is what is good to go for? We got uh, <laughs> to define that, that. But it just I I would I wouldn't do it. But I get why people do it. You know um, why do people do it, Mo? Yeah, I think it's like what Drew said. You know, you spent <laughs> you spent X number of dollars on a cigar. You want to get every bit of it. I could respect that. You know, obviously people come from different uh, financial backgrounds. So, you, you know, you can't, um, you can't necessarily discount that. Uh, additionally, you have, uh, you know, if there's just a cigar you really, really like and, you know, and that allows you to enjoy it a little bit more. Okay. You know, I get it. Um, but I would just never do it myself. That's all. Here's the thing. If you use one of those, you look fucking silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. It's it's like Shit, the you just the made, you just made me cough my cigar out, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Should have used the nubbing tool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm in a similar camp with Mo overall where, you know, I don't care if people do it, right? You can do whatever you want with your cigar if you want to shove it up your ass like you paid for it. I don't care. Um, right. But, I don't know about that yeah, one. It's, the problem. The problem. <laughs> yeah. when, I'll, I'll cigars everywhere. Think, I'm offended. I'm, I might care then. <laughs> <laughs> it's when you think that it looks super cool and you're like hot shit for doing it. That's when it's weird. Yes. Right. Yeah. You know, I think you're right. That is why it's weird. Hashtag cigar Dude, snob. Whipped it out and never said a word about it and just smoked their cigar and shot the shit. Who cares? No, That's it's almost like they want to make a point that you know. Yeah, they have their nub tool. <laughs> yeah, that's what's weird. <laughs> oh, this cigar is so good. I have to keep smoking it for three more hours. Right. Yep. 
Yeah. Which kind of brings us to um, the other topic of discussion uh, that I that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Which, so I'm in the I'm in a cigar shop today, and um, I'm looking around, and there's pictures of JFK smoking a cigar, Winston Churchill, Al Capone, uh, you know, whoever. And there was a point in time where, and then we started talking about uh, smoking bans and how everywhere you, you can't even, you can't smoke anymore, anywhere, you know, basically. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but where and at what point did we go from, you know, it was like a, a sign of prestige or class or whatever to be seen smoking a cigar. It was, it was a part of leisure in our American culture. It was a part of, um, I don't know what you want to call it, but it, it, it had its place in, in the culture of a leisurely activity for, let's just say, um, men with taste. Okay. And now cigar smoking has become like this vilified thing where states in the U.S. would rather ban smoking cigars and uh, allow marijuana, you know, and, and marijuana is okay, but, you know, cigars are disgusting and terrible and, and whatever. When did that happen? And have you guys noticed that? The early 90s. You think it was that far back? <laughs> That's when all the cigarette banning started. There goes Dave and his plastic yeah. sheets. <laughs> Sorry, I was just wrapping my headphone cord around my head. And yeah. To choke Next time, put the plastic bag over your head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like every day. It was, was probably, well, cigars was later. Cigars were probably <clears throat> after 2000. Yeah. I think. But it, cigarettes is Shame. what cigarettes is bring, bringing them down. I mean, cigarettes. Yeah, and I think that that's a lack of education first. on people's parts. It and, is. But I think the smell too, right? A lot of um, God, I can't remember how many. You know, and even now when I travel and I different shops that are that have there um, are close to pedestrians or whatever, you always get that smart ass that <laughs> you know the fake cough. Like, relax, chill the fuck out, <laughs> keep walking, get out of here. <laughs> I've never, I've never had that. You changed my whole thought process on this. I didn't realize it was not the healthiest choice until you fake coughed at me. Right. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) But you know, even you, you're right. Let me put this out. Fuck out of here. You used to be able to smoke, and even still, I think sometimes you can smoke cigarettes places, but not cigars. Mm -hmm. But the the smell of cigars. I mean, most people that don't even like cigars are still like, yeah, I like being around a cigar. It smells great. But nobody says that about cigarettes. Right. It's true. Let me yeah, get, I mean... Let me get some of that secondhand cigarette smoke. <laughs> 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 I love it. Yeah, because a lot of times you'll have people, like, especially, like, um, and, and not to whatever, but, like, a lot of times when I've had a cigar, uh, you'll get, like, a you know, middle-aged woman who just says, God, I love it. It reminds me of my grandfather or it reminds me of my dad or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I get that a lot. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm smoking in a more public place. Yeah, I did this past weekend at the wedding even. 
Yeah, did you see? People love it. Somebody come up to you and say something like that? Yeah. Yep. Nice. You got to play your cards right, Mo. You got to be like, hey, you treat me right. It can remind you of your husband. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Lay it down. (laughs) You want a shot at the title? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Jeez. But do you guys, I mean, do you guys know what I'm talking about, or am I just like... Dude, no, it feels like the war on cigars, man. I mean, yeah. I know that a lot of it has to do with uh, with cigarettes, but, I mean, every day we see a new state or county or, you know, township that moved the uh, smoking age to 21, that banned smoking in public parks and all sort of crap. Mm-hmm. They're banning all that, but it's then crazy. they're pumping food full of crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Something like that... the FDA. Seriously, why have we not banned food dyes like Europe did long time ago? You know, why do we allow them so to money. put? Yeah, yeah, we will allow a can of Coke to have eighteen servings in it. You know, like <laughs> not really. But who the fuck sits down and drinks half a can of Coke and sits it down? It's like, all right, that was my serving. I'm done. <laughs> Nobody. You know, but they want to get all crazy about cigars when they allow people to list trans fat, you know, as five different yeah. things that nobody knows what the hell it is. Come on, yeah. FDA, get your shit together, you know, <laughs> stop fucking around and just get on the, get on the, the wagon here. It really pisses me off. Like you, the wagon or like yeah. another wagon? That's right. That's right. Come get on Dave. Dave Actually, the wagon. Think, of, think about it though. Craft beer. You know what I mean? That mm-hmm. shit is made in somebody's garage half the time. <laughs> It is. And they're not regulating craft beer. I mean, that's next time, you know, isn't it? It probably is. That's what everybody says. It's coming. Yeah. And just legalize weed. I mean, who wants to go buy fucking weed brownies from some stoner at a shop but you don't know what the hell is in it, you know? Legalize that shit. Regulate that shit. Leave us alone. <laughs> and that's Dave West. That, that, there you go. That tangent. <laughs> Is brought to you by the real problem. Patina cigars. Yeah, this segment brought to you by (laughs) the FDA. Yeah, the views expressed are not Anheuser Busch for Dave West going after craft beer companies. Um, (laughs) Oh shit! But yeah, it's it's an interesting dynamic. You know, just just to look at the historical perception and prestige, or whatever you want to call it, that surrounded cigars and in their you know in their place in society with you know and at that time particularly men right mm-hmm. um but what really kicked that off even above and beyond today i'm walking i'm watching rocky 2 yesterday you know the rematch of the paulo creed and the ringside announcer smoking a cigar and i'm like holy shit can you imagine that today you know what i mean like, no that'd be like oh my god look at that heathen kill him you know <laughs> just not. Yeah. You know, that movie no, was you're right, man. No, that movie, Apollo, or Rocky II, I think, was 1979 or 80 or something like that. So Crazy. Some bullshit. Um, 79. <laughs> Thanks. It's <laughs> <laughs> fact check. Rocky, bye. fact check. Sorry. <laughs> Carfax. 
The first one what was seventy six. What it sounds to me like, though, uh, Mo, is that we need to get better at labeling stuff, right? So the food industry, they got smart, and they just labeled shit funny. And the FDA just, I don't know if they can't keep up or they're stupid or what, but they get away <laughs> with it now. So, like, what yeah. are we going to do? Like, What are you going to say? Made with 100% natural tobacco. Just put, like, fucking organic <laughs> on there or something. Yeah. That's right. Non-GMO, gluten-free. Yeah. A vegan cigar. Yeah. Palapa oxide, Maduro lean, you know, <laughs> cage free. Yeah, cage, <laughs> yeah, free. cage free. Oh, <laughs> you know, I do feel like some of the uh, the term, like sun grown. You know, why do we have to say sun grown? For a cigar, and I think there was something else the other day that struck that tone with me. That was just like, hmm, that's kind of a given, unless it, you say it's otherwise, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was hand rolled. I, I feel like hand rolled these days. I mean, if it's a premium cigar, hand rolls is kind of like a given, you know. Yeah, there, there's there's really only a difference between handmade and totally handmade now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, sun grown is different, though. Well, I mean. Kind of, like, it's kind of like the, the baseline, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to grow a shade-grown or, you know, if you're in Ecuador and you're calling it shade-grown because of the shade, that's a little different. But, I mean, sun-grown is kind of like, how else do you grow tobacco? <laughs> what about... <laughs> you know what I mean? What about... Who's got the cops going? Is that me? Not me. Surprisingly. Oh, that's me this time. Uh, what about, like, virgin sun-grown? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's just from their estate, though, or something, right? Well, in the, the uh, they have estate sun grown too, don't they? ESG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the virgin actually means anything. It does. They grow it under a uh, cheesecloth. Well, yeah. There you go. All right. Fine. That's that's more like uh, shade grown, though. Mm, yeah, it'd be kind of the same thing. I don't. I don't know the specifics <laughs> of shade grown. They're all still grown with sun at some point in time. So, uh, cigar aficionado <laughs> says the word virgin reco- refers, in this case, to the particular farm in Ecuador where the tobacco is grown. Huh. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Cheesecloth. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they use? I don't know. I, don't but know. <laughs> I would consider that more like shade grow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they do. When you come up with this shit. <laughs> Here's what we've learned today on the podcast. It takes sun for plants to grow. <laughs> um, this, uh, this segment brought to you by your local teachers union. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, the more, yeah. What else? You know, while while we're on the topic of uh, handmade and Lieberman machines and all that stuff, I kind of like the idea of a Lieberman machine. What do you guys feel about it, though? The the what? The Lieberman. You know, the thing that uh, they use to make the bunch so that it's uniform and even? Yeah. Uh. We don't use it. 
Um, I know a couple factories that do. Um, you know, I think you just do what's right for you and uh, and and the way you make cigars. You know. Yeah. And, you know, something different works for everybody. You know. So whatever works for you, do it. We should try a thing where we where we smoke different cigars that are made different ways and see if they have different construction issues or more prevalence or anything. That'd be fun. I think it'd just be hard, you know, because you'd have to have like the same brand, the same, uh, I mean, preferably rolling team. Yeah. I mean, ideally. It'd be hard to do. Yeah. Because I'm assuming, I, I don't know, I've never, you know, rolled a cigar by hand, but I'm assuming that a, a complete hand roll and one using a lever machine might require just a little bit different uh, stuff going into it. You know, like like maybe one would have to be, yeah, well, skill set, but also one would have to be, you know, maybe a little looser than the other. I'm not sure. I don't know. I've never, I've never seen it where a, a lever machine has been used uh, myself, but I have Yeah. Not that I could think of. But then also, like, if the hand, complete hand roll was fucked up, I mean, that could just happen, you know, because you roll one side faster than the other and you create little kinks and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, so I think. It wouldn't be a good test without a huge uh, sample set. Yeah, we just have to smoke a lot of cigars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not seeing the downside. Um. <laughs> You know, it's interesting, and, and this is kind of like now that being on, I guess, the other side of the coin a little bit um, and looking back at, so, so for example, before we started the podcast, I lit up a cigar that did not draw, right? Um, and it's from a very reputable brand, right? And I didn't say, oh, this, you know, whatever, I went and I got another one and I exchanged it. No big deal, right? Now, not everybody could do that. I understand, especially if, like, like, let's say I had taken this cigar to go and I got home and I lit it and it didn't draw, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can understand the frustration that goes into that. But I think a lot of times, too, we forget as consumers that these are handmade products. You know, cigars are a handmade good. Right, mm-hmm. and shit happens. That it does. Um, <laughs> and you know, and and above and beyond that, sometimes it it really isn't just our. It isn't the cigar. Sometimes it's us. Sometimes we cut it yeah. like a jag off. Sometimes <laughs> we keep it in conditions that uh, you know it really shouldn't be kept in. Right. Mm-hmm. That cause some of the issues, and I think that. Um, we're quick to point the finger at the cigar manufacturer, mm-hmm. but you know, we also don't look at ourselves and like, well, you know, I kind of didn't really keep that in the best condition. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, well, I mean, every, everybody thinks they're the smartest person in the room. Yeah. Nobody thinks, man, there are 12 people in here. They can whip my ass and mental ninja ninja. Skills. Mental ninja. Mental gymnastics. There we go. <laughs> Dude, I think you're right, though, man. I see all the time um, folks, can, you know, talking about the Bunchero, you know, he fucked it up for your burn and all this other stuff. And it's just, 
Yeah. It feels like it's so hard to know because of all the conditions going into it. It's really hard mm-hmm. to objectively say, yeah, that guy fucked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, for sure. But, um, but something I mean, bought at seen... the shop and smoked right then. <clears throat> What's that? Uh, something, yeah. something bought at the shop and smoked right then shouldn't really be your fault. It, have you seen, seen how some people cut their though. cigars? Yeah, but... It... <sighs> Yeah, you're right. And then when did they come in, too? Well, but it's not the person. I go into a shop and I buy something. It's not my fault. No, but it yes. might not be whoa, whoa, wait, wait, manufacturer's yeah. fault, either. Yeah, but No, I'm true. not saying it's manufacturer. I'm just saying it's not right. mine. Right. The consumer's fault. Yeah, no, no one's saying that. Well, I'm just saying until that. I get it home, and then I keep it in poor conditions or something like that. Right, then it's yeah, on you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, look. Some cigars are just not going to draw. Well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us which ones, Mo. <laughs> <laughs> so I can never buy them again. Listen to the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. It's on there. Listen to what? Listen to the beginning of the podcast. It's on there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, with that said, this particular brand I've had a lot of bad luck with, unfortunately, lately. But um, here, that's here nor there. Um, Actually, that's here today. <laughs> yeah. It actually is. And there tomorrow. <laughs> Probably there tomorrow. <laughs> but that you know, is what I matters, mean, right? It's the patterns that matter. It's, you know, you try it yeah. two or three times and it sucks every time, then okay, well, we're done, right? I tried it out of a different box, right? Still mm-hmm. suck. Okay, well, we're done. You know, and I'll be honest, listen, I've dealt with it a little bit. Like, um, I had a guy message me about his Patina Connecticut had, had cracked on him, you know? And I said, what shop did you buy it from? You know, and he told me. And I know how that shop keeps their cigars. So I replaced it for the guy. I called the shop and I said, guys, first of all, Connecticut wrapper is very, very delicate. Okay. So if it's not properly, especially if it's a good Connecticut, it's like, it's thin, it's, you know, whatever. And I'm like, guys, you gotta, you gotta keep these humidified properly. You know what I mean? And I'm not gonna put the blame on the shop. That shouldn't have happened. So I took ownership about it. You know? Because at the end of the day, you gotta back your, your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But, but it's not always. Even I guess my point. Even when it's not my fault, and I know it's not my fault. Like I saw how the guy cut it, for example. You know what I mean? Or Whatever. I'm still going to replace it, though. Yeah, because I got to. Like, like you said, Dave, it's never their fault. Yeah. Did I say that? Well, you did. You did it you did in a more jag-off way. You said that everybody thinks of, you know, the fucking, you know, uh, Mr. Miyagi of mental or whatever. But <laughs> yeah. Mental Mr. Miyagi. It's the wax on part, though. It's just the wax off. Right. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... People don't, again, you know, hey, all right, fine, forget it. I'll, I'll replace it. No problem. You know? How does that conversation go when you tell a shop that they, uh, they suck at keeping their stuff humidified? No, obviously, I don't say it that way. I say, hey, you know, <laughs> you could whatever. But, you know, and <laughs> a, I'll tell you. Hey, there's guys, a, if you could, like, read up online about <laughs> how to keep cigars, that'd be great. <laughs> there's a lot of. There's a lot of tough conversations I've had to have 
and a lot that people have had to have with me, right? I mean, you know, it's just how it is, man. And it's like, you know, uh, getting used to getting used to being criticized a lot is very, you know, a critique or whatnot. That's it's humbling. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's an interesting dynamic. I bet. Dave? But, Yo. When are you free to podcast again? Uh, this time next week, man. Nice. I'm all over it. Ready for ready. But only if we can put a, uh, a moo sound on Rich's intro in yeah, this week. I'll get it. That that made me happy. I'll get it. Uh, <laughs> Rich, can yeah, you even make a good moose sound like right now? No. Do it, no. man. Let me hear your moose sound. Bring the bull. No, that's you gotta pay for that. <laughs> ah You wanna hear mine? I do. <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Just for you, Drew. <laughs> Got a little angry. <laughs> that's more than <laughs> that's more than just coffee this morning. Yeah, there's something else mixed in there. Yep, just for y'all. Well, it's been real. Yep, Dave always is. Don't don't forget to check out Cigar Noises' uh, weekly video. That's posted, right? Oh hell yeah! Is it yeah. posted? Yeah, man. Still been every Sunday? Uh, no, nah, yep. it's, uh, well, posted it just this last week, yesterday. Okay. That was a day late. Tuesday. Never a dollar short. But no. <laughs> 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 um, I will be, I'll be in Tennessee next week on Wednesday, Johnson City. Then I go to Charlotte. And I don't know what shop I'll be at, but in Tennessee, I'll be Libation Station. And then uh, go to Atlanta. So anybody that's in that area. Hopefully, oh, uh, nice. see you guys. But, uh, yeah, man. Let's do it. Libation Station is going to have the Oxidation Nation going on. Uh-oh. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Dude, this place. Much. Now, now, you talk about craft beer. This place has everything. It's unbelievable. Like, you're a beer guy. Like, that's your place. And then they have uh, this lounge in the back called the Lahiro Lounge, which is a pretty cool name. Um. <laughs> and they got a they got a nice humidor and stuff, so it's like a liquor store, but then a cigar lounge. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. That's pretty nice awesome. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. And yes. I got to give it up to the people in Atlanta because that's quickly becoming one of the biggest cigar hotspots in the whole U.S. Yeah, no doubt about it. Atlanta's growing. Yeah, yeah, especially for the cigar like market, man, it's it's huge. It's huge. I don't I don't know if it's quite on par yet with you know some areas in Texas or New York or California, Miami. but it's getting there. Yeah, well, Miami is just a whole different ball game. Yeah, interesting. All right, we'll do it again next week. Yep. Thanks, Drew. Sounds good. Thank Let's you, Jim. Do it. Thanks, All right, guys. Have a good one. Love you, fellas. Thank you for listening to the Salt and Smoke Cigar Cast. Be sure to check us out on all the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, email us either about the podcast or about our cigar line at the Salt and Smoke 
at gmail.com. Also, uh, if you want any salt and smoke gear, please get onto our website and to our online store. We have shirts and hats. If you're looking for anything else, please let us know and we'll get it up there for you. Thanks, guys. We'll uh, talk to you again next week.